0: good morning everybody and welcome to another episode of obsidian achievement this is your host Michael Russin. thank you for joining me uh, sorry about the sound quality it's gonna be a little bit it's gonna be some background noise today I've got you connected to my Apple Play instead of my headphones uh, because I need to see my phone my GPS um, I'm going to get an IV drip so I'm going to get a big bag of fluids and um, Of course, as opposed to a big bag of Cheetos at a night, you know, whatever. Um, I'm going to get a big bag of saline. I think I'm just doing saline today. And then I'm going to go hit Muay Thai. Um, I'm still trying to keep on top of my kidneys. Um, You know, and it's, I'm going to be honest with you guys, just a moment of um, transparency. I, when my, I had this issue over Thanksgiving with my kidneys. I have been struggling with, well, my kidney's almost shut down. Am I qualified to give other people health advice? You know what I mean. I felt like almost had imposter syndrome, and nobody's even said it to me yet. Which is surprising that nobody online yet's been like, "Oh, then your kidney's almost shut down. Oh, uh, well, yeah, maybe maybe what you're doing isn't right." I'll tell you what I did, didn't do, so you guys can avoid it because um, I do f- still feel very qualified of course look at me um, I'm over here <laughs> I've, I've got a total combined big three of like close to 2,000 pounds you know what I'm saying like I, I could give some health advice um, the, the number one alcohol cut it out you want to be a high performing athlete I don't think you could drink alcohol I really don't and when I say high performing I mean like I'm working out twice a day four days a week But I'm working out seven days a week, but twice a day, four days a week. Hard workouts. Squatting 500 pounds and then going to Muay Thai and getting kicked in the legs. You know what I mean? Or vice versa. So alcohol, you have to cut it out. I have cut alcohol out now. We're coming up on two weeks, and I feel absolutely fantastic. I feel amazing. I'm clear-headed. My inflammation has gone down significantly. I've got new veins in my hands, arms, feet, and legs that I've never seen before. Alcohol is, I've talked about it time and time and time again. You guys are probably like, oh, haven't you talked about this 40 times now? Yes, but I want to keep talking about it because I'm telling you right now, if you cut out alcohol, you're going to change your life completely. Alcohol is a poison, not only to, like, I think differently now that I'm two weeks off any type of alcohol. I think differently. Now, it wasn't like I was drinking every night, but it was like when I when I drink, I can't just have one or two. I'm usually worst case having four to five, which isn't good. It's not good I, because I'm a big guy. It's like, why am I going to have one beer? I, I don't like the taste. You know what I mean? Let me catch a buzz. Well, to catch a buzz, I need three to four. If I want to catch just an extra buzz, I'm going to need five, six, seven. You know what I mean? I'm a big dude with a high tolerance, so... You know, you're just filling your body with this poison. So, so you gotta cut out alcohol. I'm telling you right now, if you were to cut out, like I was saying uh, before I kinda switched gears, I think differently. Like the way my mind operates is different now than when I was drinking. I find it a lot easier to remain disciplined. My anxiety levels are lower. I'm able to focus more intensely for longer periods of time. I am able to think more clearly. I am, like literally everything about my mind has improved since cutting out alcohol. So even if you're just like a couple drinks a week, I really encourage you to go completely booze free and see what that does for you. Because I think it would change the game for a lot of you. So that's number one Number two if you want to avoid You know you're not going to get wrapped up You're going to be doing some crazy stuff to do that Like I was really pushing the envelope in an unhealthy way Next you know we talked about listening to your body I'm not going to rehash that You can go back to the other episode You just got to listen to your body If you're really hurting take a break You know there's a time to push and there's a time to rest I'm a big believer in pushing I'm a big believer in in going beyond your comfort zone for sure But uh, there's a time to rest You know what I'm saying You know, the other thing that you need to do is if, especially if you're, this is something I didn't think about, is um, you know, getting your, well, well, this is something I thought about. I'll I'll leave the I didn't think about point next. You need to get your um, blood panels done regularly. Um, You know, had I, I've only done one this year. I usually do three to four. So I've only done one all year. I probably would have caught this way sooner. You know, I would have seen the elevated CV levels in my blood. I would have. There would have been other indications and markers. I would have seen that. You know, my my potassium and sodium were a little unbalanced, which definitely played a role. Um, I had too much potassium and not enough sodium, so I was just peeing all the water out in my body, Um, which is interesting. You need to make sure that your electrolytes are balanced. There's no way to tell without getting a blood draw. So make sure that you should get your labs done frequently. But what I was going to say before that I didn't think about is that TRT. Guys, if you're on testosterone replacement therapy, it's masking signals that you would otherwise pick up on in terms of, hey, you need to rest and chill out. Like, I don't get sore. I don't get sore. Which is crazy. You know, I almost get angry sometimes that I don't get sore. But I don't get sore because... My testosterone replacement therapy has me healing so quick. And I think my muscles were healing quicker than my kidneys were, right? Or they were almost healing too efficiently for my kidneys to keep up. So you need to make sure, man, guys, if you're on TRT that you are listening to your body... Um that you do have scheduled rests and breaks. And I'll tell you what, I took a week off from the gym and I came back and my squat was heavier, my deadlift was heavier. The only thing that went down was my bench by five pounds. It's the only thing. Which I'll have that back by next week. So my squat got heavier, my deadlift got heavier. I'm I'm thinking clear, like everything's better now. Everything's better now. So I really believe it's it's very beneficial. To rest every once in a while. Again, don't take this and run with it. Say, "Oh, well, I should take three days off every week." No, I think if you're gonna go seven days a week, you should like every three weeks probably have two days where you take off. I I think something like that. You know, you need you need to figure out what works for you because what works for me might not work for you, and vice versa. You know, so you got to play with things. You got to play with your body. You got to learn. You know, your body is such a fascinating tool. You know what I mean? It's such a fascinating, marvelous, just wild tool, machine, rather. And uh I am telling you, man, it's such a fashion it's it's so fascinating uh, the way your body works. And you need to listen to it, but you also need to understand that it's highly adaptable. It's highly highly adaptable. So, um you know, I want you to think about that, you know what I'm saying, like, think about how adaptable your body is, love and respect your body, you know what I'm saying, but also push it, also push it, so that's the first thing I wanted to talk about today, just kind of cleaning up that conversation, next thing I want to touch on, um, tackling problems quickly and head on, (laughs) tackling problems quickly and head on, um, just full transparency, um, You know, i recently went through some major tax stuff um, just because I was, you know, generally uh, ignorant my first six or seven years of being self-employed, right? So I created some serious problems for myself, which are now almost fixed, which is incredible, because at the beginning of this, I thought two, three years ago, when the hammer started to come down, I thought I was done for. I'm like, dude, I'm so... I'm like, not like I, I haven't done anything illegal. You know what I mean? Nothing like that. Just, just failure to... Uh, I just... Uh, I was ignorant. You know what I'm saying? And I, I looked at this mountain. And I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to get over this mountain. And now I do. And I think a lot of that has to do with it. And a lot of the reason why my problems got exacerbated at first was... Um, I had an avoidance and a procrastination mentality when it came to problems. Put it off, avoid it, it'll work itself out somehow. I think a lot of people trust in God and then they sit there on their hands. You know what I mean? Which, yeah, you should trust God, but you should also move. You know, Noah didn't like trust God and sit there and stare at the wood like he went and made the ark. You know what I mean? You gotta go build your own arc. That's today's that's today's lesson. Go build the ark. But you need to tackle problems head on. You need to tackle problems quickly, with definiteness of purpose, and you're not always gonna know what to do. But once you get into it, you'll you'll learn what to do very quickly. You're gonna learn what to do very quickly. Usually when you attack problems head on and quickly, it almost works out. It's hard to explain. What I'm trying to say is this is that when you're super proactive, when you're when you when you're when you take initiative is the word I'm looking for. When you take initiative, when you address things bluntly, head on, you're going to get very good outcomes. You're going to get very good outcomes, and you're going to learn very good lessons. But if you have an an avoidance mentality, when it comes to problems, when it comes to issues, you're going to get your teeth kicked down your throat. You can't just avoid problems and hope that they go away. People do this in their relationships. People do this with their health. Look at me, I mean like, look at me with my, I knew for weeks, you guys could go back and listen to my podcast episodes, I knew for, I'm telling you, go back and listen, you could hear that I knew that something was not right with my body, I wasn't recovering as quick, I was gassing quickly, I remember talking about that at Muay Thai that I could barely hold my arms up that one day, and uh, I ignored it, I ignored it, and it almost, honestly it almost killed me. You know, rhabdo's fatal for a lot of people. Kills a lot of people. It's killed a lot of high endurance athletes. Go ahead and look it up. Just Google. Athletes killed by rhabdo. And it's there's there's quite a list. Um, it's very, very dangerous. And uh, it's hundred percent on me. I wasn't listening to my body at all. I was I had inflammation in my hands and feet and under my eyes, and my face. I was just ignoring all the signs, and it almost killed me. So, people do this with their health, they do this with their relationships, they do this with their taxes, they do this with debt, they do this with, um, um, with uh, you know, work dynamics, they do this with everything. Is people will avoid issues. Why do people avoid issues? Because it's very uncomfortable to address things head on. People are usually conflict avoidant, right? Number one. Number two, it's just it's just easier to just kind of put it under the, you know, you know what I'm saying, you get that piece of mail and you just, oops, falls in the garbage. <laughs> it's just easier to do that than it is to actually tackle the issue head on. I think a lot of it is they don't know what to do. People don't know how to solve the problem. The only way that you learn how to solve the problem is by solving the problem. Does that make sense? Seriously, I know that sounds funny, but the only way you learn how to solve the problem is by solving the damn problem. So, uh, uh, the other thing, you know, to, to wrap that up, I really want to impart on you today, a big part of life, big part of life, a big part of being a high performer, big part of being highly successful is tackling problems head on. You know, you see these guys and gals that like, they're, they're initially very successful and then it's like, oh, so-and-so's declaring bankruptcy, which isn't always the end of the world, but it's like, you're like, oh, how did this happen? I guarantee you this problem, this person, had a bunch of problems that were, you could have nipped in the bud. It's like weeds. Pulling weeds when they're very small, little sprouts, is very easy. But most people don't want to bend over and pluck it out and do that work. Eh, I'll do it tomorrow. Eh, next week. Eh, a month. Eh, six months and you come back. And this little sprout is now a vast network. Not only a, a here's the problem with weeds, and here's the problem with problems. You guys ready for this? Not only do they grow above ground, they grow below. Not only do they grow above ground, but they grow below. And what happens is, is when you don't pluck that weed soon enough, when it's a little sprout, it's got a little tiny ever. You ever pull the sprout out of the ground? It's got like one tube of roots, you know what I'm saying, with maybe some little tiny ones at the very tip of it, nah dude, now it's like, it's like bamboo, it's like bamboo, you can't pull bamboo, once bamboo's grown, you can't pull it out, some problems end up being like bamboo, you can't get it out of the ground no matter what you do, you think you got it all out, and then you look back three days later and there's more sprouts coming back up, that's the issue, and that's what get, that's what avoiding problems will get you in your life. It'll get you deeply rooted, deeply seated, widespread problems. So be proactive and be vicious. I want you to have this mentality that with something, you're a pit bull with problems. Double PP. PP. You're a PP. Problem pit bull. We're all going to be PPs this week, this month, this year, and for the rest of our lives. We're a bunch of PPs. We got a bunch of PPs on this podcast. Triple P, PPP, <sighs> Problem Pitbull Podcast. <laughs> triple P, Triple P threat. So we're all PPs. We're problem pitbulls because when we get problems, we attack them voraciously, tear them apart. We might not even know what we're doing at first, but a problem that you address maybe even incorrectly at first is probably better, well it depends I don't want to say that i gotta th- I got to flesh that out I think that a problem that you attack quickly, but maybe with a few slight miscalculations is better than one that you would certainly weigh that's a thousand times better than the one that you just put off forever endlessly <laughs> you know so last thing I want to talk about today is you need to get up off your ass and start attacking your day. So just like we need to attack our problems, we need to attack whatever you're doing right now, I can promise you it's not enough. You can do more. You can do more than what you're doing right now. You just haven't pushed yourself in a while. Do not wait for, if you're waiting for January 1st for some reason, for something, it's, you, it are, it's you're already you're, you've failed already. You're not going to make it past March. I guarantee it. Because if you have to wait for a day on the calendar to get something done or to do something or to start a new diet or to start a new business or to start a new something, unless there's some kind of extenuating start circumstance that's keeping you from starting till the new year, like I've got a cast on my legs so I can't grow my legs like I wanted to till January first when it comes off, that makes sense. But otherwise. Otherwise, you better get up off your ass and get in the the game. Because I'm telling you what right now, opportunity doesn't disappear. It goes to somebody else. I'm going to say that one more time. Opportunity does not disappear. It just goes to somebody else. That big management opening, it doesn't just disappear if you don't get it. It goes to somebody else. All those stocks and options you can learn how to trade... They don't just disappear off the market because you're not trading. No, just other people are making money off of them or losing money. you got to get over this fear. I think it's a combination of being afraid, not wanting to push and challenge yourself because you're just afraid of outcomes. I think it's a combination of that, but I also think a lot of it has to do with just laziness. You don't want to push yourself any harder than what you're pushing right now. And honestly, I think it's despicable. I think it's despicable why not because I think you're despicable it's because I think you're awesome I think you're amazing I think you're the shit and uh, it frustrates me to see so many of you that I know listen to me regularly not making the progress in your lives that you should be making I'm just keeping it real with you I'm, I'm playing around with an idea right now guys how much uh, what kind of a value would you put weekly on taking your game to the next level? Because I really I want to avoid doing this. These stupid guru, guru me. I, I it's been on my heart now. It's been on my heart now for a couple of months, which means I need to start listening to my heart. I'm likely going to start a group, and it's probably going to be a hundred to two hundred fifty dollars a week to join weekly. Do every Friday. And we're going to have a group of people that are going to hold each other accountable. I'm going to pour into you guys. I'm going to have high-level people pour into you guys weekly. We're going to hold each other accountable. We're going to have big group text messages. We're going to have like a telegram or whatever it's called where we're all in there together. And we're posting pictures of ourselves getting in the ice baths every morning, what we're reading, how we spend time with our kids. Like, I'm going to start a group. Where you're gonna have weekly dues because it's gonna hold you accountable to doing what needs to be done. So if you have any interest in that, like if you can't spend a hundred dollars a week or even two fifty, I'll probably start at a hundred for the first batch and then increase it. If you get if you can't spend a hundred dollars a week on getting around a group of people that we're all going to get better together. You know, this isn't like me trying to pretend to be some guru that I have all the answers and then no. I'm saying we're all going to... I'm going to lead it. Yes, of course. But we're all going to learn from each other. We're all going to get better together. We're all going to hold each other accountable. Like this group, what's going to be different is that we're going to hold each other accountable to what we say we're going to do. So that means if Jim says he's going to hit the ice bath at 5.30 tomorrow, and Jim's picture isn't in the group of him in the ice bath at 5.30, we're all going to be on his ass, reaming them, old school. Now, there's going to be love, there's going to be positivity, and there's going to be, but there's also going to be an element of, okay, we're going to hold your feet to the fire, and we're going to teach you how to be men and women that do what they say they're going to do. So let me know if you have any interest in that. All right, I love you guys. Let's get it.